This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Justine Lee, and I'm a board-certified emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be talking about dogs dying from blue-green algae. Really important information on what pet owners need to know. We'll be right back after these messages. Has your pet ever suffered from digestive issues, anxiety, or joint pain? We want to address these issues and more with high-grade CBD oil from Alpha, made specifically for your furry friends. Using Alaskan salmon oil as a carrier, Alpha Pet's 500 CBD oil is lab-tested for quality, consistency, and safety. Plus, we are giving Pet Life Radio listeners 25% off and free shipping with code PL25 for a limited time. So visit myalphacbd.com dogs now. That's my alpha cbd.com forward slash dogs because your furry friends are family let's talk pets on petliferadio.com To ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. Today, I'm going to be talking about what a lot of dog owners are seeing on social media and in the news. In fact, I just got interviewed about this on a TV station in Atlanta. What do we have to worry about during the summer? Well, we've talked about this previously a little bit when it comes to keeping your dog safe during the summer, when it comes to playing in the water. But earlier this month, A poor pet owner had three dogs that went into a pond in Wilmington, North Carolina. And unfortunately, later that night, all three dogs got really sick. They started foaming at the mouth. They started seizuring. And unfortunately, these dogs ended up dying. I can't even imagine having all my dogs, all my four-legged family members dying at the same time. Unfortunately, what they ended up finding was that these dogs got into blue-green algae, which is also called cyanobacteria. So what do we need to know about this? And how are we going to keep our pets safe? I should also say, since this original toxic algae that killed these dogs, several other dogs have gotten sick in other states like Georgia too. So wherever you live, you have to pay attention. Now, a few years ago, I'm based out of the Twin Cities. We actually had a huge Minnesota dangerous blue-green algae outbreak. And this was actually at one of my favorite dog parks where I let my dogs swim. The Minnesota Department of Health years ago released information to veterinarians about the dangers of blue-green algae because it affects more than just dogs. It affects cats, humans, wildlife. And so what do we need to know about blue-green algae? Well, first of all, before you let your dog jump into a lake to cool off during the summer, you have to survey the pond, or the lake. I should say that blue-green algae only grows in freshwater or brackish water, so it's not commonly seen in ocean water or salt water. 
I'm really paranoid about blue-green algae because as an emergency critical care specialist and toxicologist, I know that this is a really fast-acting poison. Now, on previous episodes of ER Vet, you've heard me talk about different poisons out there, chocolate, antidepressants, xylitol, grapes and raisins. Well, with most of these toxins, they take several days before they're going to cause damage to your dog or your cat's kidneys or intestinal tract. That's different with blue-green algae. Blue-green algae, unfortunately, can kill really quickly, within a few hours. So whenever I let my dog into the water, I always take a look and make sure that there's no blue or green-tinged scum layer on top of the lake. Blue-green algae typically has blooms. In other words, it grows during really hot, humid conditions. So we're going to see it more in the summer and in the fall. And that's when it's going to float on the surface. Sometimes when the wind blows, you may see all the algae on one side of the lake or pond. So when it comes to cyanobacteria, this is a microscopic bacteria. Now, I'm going to tell you the majority of algaes out there are not poisonous, but there is no way to tell if it's the really rare, dangerous blue-green algae type unless you submit it to a veterinary diagnostic lab or a human diagnostic lab. What we're looking for as toxicologists is making sure that this blue-green algae doesn't contain the poisons called microcystins or anatoxins. These are so poisonous, most states require that veterinarians report blue-green algae deaths to the Board of Veterinary Medicine. And that's because, again, it's poisonous to other species, humans, cattle, horses, cats. For this reason, again, you don't ever want your dog or your child or your other pets to swim or drink water that's been potentially contaminated with blue-green algae. So what do we need to know? What signs should we look out for? Well, again, I wanted to warn you, blue-green algae shows clinical signs within minutes to hours. Several years ago, we had several groups of Minnesota hunting dogs that actually traveled to South Dakota to go pheasant hunting. And unfortunately, they got into water that was contaminated with blue-green algae. And unfortunately, a lot of the dogs died before they even drove back to Minnesota. That's how dangerous this poison is. Depending on what kind of blue-green algae toxin your dog ingested, the microcystin or the anatoxin, the biggest signs that we're going to see are acute collapse, weakness, not eating, some gastrointestinal signs like vomiting, nausea, drooling, diarrhea, maybe even black tarry stool. In certain types, we can see liver failure, where all of a sudden your dog is really shocky and may have pale gums or jaundice gums. Sometimes they can even tremor or seizure, and sometimes it results in acute death. With blue-green algae that produces anatoxins, we can see more severe central nervous system signs. So again, either liver signs or central nervous system signs. So with blue-green algae, anatoxins, your dog, again, may hypersalivate or drool. It may have excessive tearing or excessive fluid coming out of the body. They can start having muscle rigidity or even tremors. They can have paralysis of the respiratory muscles, resulting in difficulty breathing or blue gums. And again, it can be fatal. Now, it's almost impossible to tell if blue-green algae is benign or poisonous. So the safest thing you can do is to always heed caution. That's because even tiny, tiny doses, nanograms per kilogram, in other words, just a few licks, can result in a fatal poisoning. We'll continue with this really important topic right after these messages from our sponsors. 
Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Dynavite is nutrition. Pick up two bottles of Lico Chops. Get the third bottle free. New improved Lico Chops with omega-3, omega-6, vitamin E. And now, six extra direct-fed microbials. Even better for the digestive tract and immune system. Try Lico Chops. Buy two, get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to ER Vet on Pet Life Radio. We've been talking about the dangers of blue-green algae because just earlier this month, unfortunately, several dogs have died from ingesting blue-green algae. Now, when it comes to blue-green algae, what we've talked about so far is that it grows in freshwater or brackish water, typically looks like blue or green paint or scum on the surface of a pond. And again, the majority of algae blooms are usually benign. They're usually not harmful, but it is physically impossible to be able to tell if it's poisonous or not, even as a toxicologist, without microscopic evaluation at a laboratory. Now, my big safety tips on how to protect your dog or your cat or your other pets from blue-green algae is the first thing you want to do is if you have your dog walking around a lake, make sure you stomp around the lake and look around and take the time to look at the lake. If you see any blooms of algae floating on the surface, you want to make sure to keep your dog out of the water. Now, that seems torturous, especially for Labrador retrievers or dogs that love to swim, but it may actually be safer for you to visit your neighbor's house and take them into the swimming pool than to risk having them poisoned acutely by blue-green algae. The second way of protecting your dog is making sure to keep your dog on a leash so they don't escape your control while you're walking them and jump into a lake. The third thing is to always carry a bottle of fresh water. I use something called a gulpy, which I can just open up, fill with water, and then my dog can actually drink out of the water dish. This is really important because we don't want our dogs drinking dirty water that can be contaminated. This is for numerous reasons, not only because of the dangers of blue-green algae, but in a previous episode on ER Vet, we've talked about canine leptospirosis. That's a spirochete bacteria that rats, mice, deer, raccoons, squirrels, wildlife can urinate out and it can cause kidney failure to your dog. Very rarely, certain sources of water can also be contaminated with Giardia, what humans often call beaver fever. And that's if you drink contaminated water, it causes severe chronic diarrhea in you or your pets. So when in doubt, again, the third thing you can do is always bring a fresh bottle of water for your dog so they're not drinking out of it. Now, I had one personal case with blue-green algae and it broke my heart. It was a dog that ended up dying of liver failure. And we didn't find out that it was blue-green algae until we did an autopsy. This dog had never been out to a lake. In fact, it had a smushed face or brachycephalic syndrome. So it wasn't a dog that ever swam because it snored a lot. Unfortunately, the owners ended up having a used old empty fish tank that they left on their patio. And over months, it accumulated rainwater, 
Well, one day this dog actually drank out of this moldy algae filled fish tank. And unfortunately, that's where this dog got poisoned by blue green algae. It wasn't even on my radar or what I call my list of differentials for this dog being in liver failure because this dog didn't have any exposure to ponds or lakes or brackish water. So when in doubt, you always want to protect your dog. Again, make sure to take the time to stop around that lake so you can survey to see if there's any blue green coloring or blooms on the surface of the water. Make sure to leash your dog so they don't escape and accidentally take a couple of licks of water. Make sure to always carry fresh water in a plastic container for your dog. This is also important if your dog is visiting the ocean so they don't drink that salt water. The last thing is, again, while it's rare, make sure not to leave sources of accumulated water on the patio where your dog may drink it. Always make sure to provide your pet fresh water. Unfortunately, if your dog presents to a veterinary hospital or the ER vet with suspected poisoning of blue-green algae, the prognosis is really, really poor. That's why it's important that you use those preventative tips. Again, take the time to look and make sure that water isn't blue or green. Make sure there's no algae blooms. Keep your dog on a leash. Bring your own water and make sure to keep stagnant water out of reach of your pets. Typically, when a dog presents to the emergency room, they usually present seizuring, having difficulty breathing, collapsed, or in liver failure. So how do we treat it? As an ER vet and a specialist, I always want to treat these guys really aggressively. Unfortunately, by the time a dog comes in with severe signs of blue-green algae, it's too late to decontaminate a dog. Now, if your dog just went into a lake and it's a lake near Wilmington, North Carolina, or one of these areas where dogs have been reported to be affected by blue-green algae, again, obviously don't let your dog in the water. But if your dog did accidentally get into the water, if possible, make sure to wash your pet off in fresh water immediately so they don't lick the bacteria from their coat. If your dog's not showing any signs, like they're not vomiting, they're not lethargic, they're not collapsed, and you're truly worried it was blue-green algae, you do want to contact your ER vet, your vet, or the ASPCA Animal Poison Control Center, because if it's really early, we may actually induce vomiting. If we still worry that there was blue-green algae, we may give a dose of activated charcoal. This is a black liquid that has a lot of surface area that binds up poison. You should never give it at home because most of the time it's not medical grade. You want to get to your vet, your ER vet right away so we can give charcoal as long as there's no risk that your dog's going to aspirate it into their lungs. When I hospitalize a dog for suspected blue-green algae, I oftentimes will use a drug called cholesteramine. This is what we call a bile sequestrant. It helps absorb the poison from the gallbladder and can be really effective. This is only available at your veterinarian. The next thing we're going to do is we're going to put an IV catheter in and we're going to start anti-vomiting medications, really potent anti-vomiting medications like meropitin, which is called Serenia. We're also going to check a blood sugar on your dog because sometimes we can see severe hypoglycemia or low blood sugar. If the blood sugar is low, we're going to supplement 5% dextrose into the IV fluids to help maintain your dog's blood sugar. We're going to get blood work right away to look at the white and red blood cells, the kidney and liver function. The most important thing I'm looking for are blood work findings that assess liver function, something called an alkaline phosphatase an AST, a GGT, and bile acids. In a previous episode on ER Vet, I interviewed fellow criticalist Dr. Garrett Pachtinger on how to interpret blood work and what blood tests are important in ER. So make sure to check out that episode too. 
Some other blood tests I'm going to do is looking at electrolytes and the salt balance of your dog, looking at the clotting function. In humans, they call this an INR. We call this in the veterinary field a PT, PTT. But this is especially important to check because when a dog is in liver failure from getting into blue-green algae, they're coagulopathic. That's a fancy way of saying their body can't clot properly and they may need a plasma transfusion or even low-dose vitamin K under the skin to help replace those clotting factors. In dogs that are showing signs of shock, they're going to need aggressive fluid therapy. In dogs showing tremors or seizures, I'm going to need to put them on IV muscle relaxants or anti-seizure medications, what we call anti-convulsants. It's also going to require pretty intensive monitoring. So ideally, if your dog truly got into blue-green algae, they should be seen at your vet or the ER vet and potentially transferred to a veterinary specialist for 24-hour care. And that's because we're going to need to monitor blood work almost every four to eight to 24 hours, depending on how severely affected your dog is. If your pet is showing signs of liver failure secondary to blue-green algae, there's a few liver protectants that we might use, drugs called SAM-E. In the veterinary field, the brand name is called Denimarin, and it's basically a source of glutathione that helps protect your liver. It also has the natural supplement milk thistle, which is really important to protect the liver. I may also use the antidote for Tylenol poisoning called N-acetylcysteine. In human medicine, they call this acetidote, but this also helps protect the liver from going into failure. Most importantly, if you think your dog was exposed to blue-green algae, contact your vet, the ER vet, or the ASPC Animal Poison Control immediately for life-saving advice. When in doubt, you always want to pre-program your cell phone with your vet's phone number, the ER vet's phone number, and the ASPC Animal Poison Control Center at 888-426-4435 immediately. Well, that brings us to the end of today's show. Find me at drjustinelee.com, on Facebook at Dr. Justine Lee, or email me your pet questions at drjustine at petliferadio.com. With that, we're out of time, and we want to thank Mark Winter, our producer, for making this show possible. Please keep your dog safe and away from the dangers of blue-green algae, and we'll see you at the next episode. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.